building. 35 years ago. And we came into this building, all 157,000 square feet of it that we didn't dime to pay for, but the Lord just gave it. We came into this building praising Him. And we're going to go out of this building praising Him. I exalt thee. I exalt thee. I exalt How many of you are younger than 35 years of age? Would you raise your hand if you're in this room? There are a few. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Young lions and old goats, except, except for this one right here. Our last Sunday in this room will be March the 19th, which is, what, three Sundays out. We'll have next Sunday and the next Sunday. This is the 5th, the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th, our first Sunday over yonder, what you drove by coming in, getting in, the new building. And some of Today is about us kind of giving you a little bit of a walkthrough as to where we're headed these next few weeks. This will be the last Sunday for our streaming family. This will be our last Sunday until the 26th that we're able to come to you live streaming. We got to take all this stuff down and unhook cameras and all the things that our tech crew so amazingly do so amazingly well. They, they've got to, they've got to, they've got to pack up and cross the Jordan with uh, with their equipment on their back and um, set up out there and be ready to go on the on the 26th. But what we will be doing, as far as our streaming broadcast, they will continue at nine o'clock and eleven o'clock these next couple of Sundays. Uh, but they will be a couple of services that, that uh, the Lord just seemed to really bless in the last year or so that have been viewed by two or 300,000 views across the nation. It'll be the service as well as the message, and we'll be streaming those. And so just look, we'll look forward to you being a part with us in, in that way. But right here in this room for the next two Sundays, it's just going to be us chickens in this house. It's going to be us Amen. ones who show up, who are able to come, San Antonio area. And um, a lot of the sound equipment is going to have speakers and so forth need to be moved. We're bringing in a portable set, uh, set up. And so we're going to need you to not scatter out with all the space in between like we can be used to do. And I'm not sure who all just, just completely gets knocked out and sleeps all the way through the thing. You've got enough room on these pews and some settings to do that. But we we'll, would appreciate it if you, if you come on down closer toward the front 
for these next couple Sundays, and uh, we'll, we'll just enjoy some, some time together. Now, let me show you something just real quick so you can get ready for it. <clears throat> this section right here, I want you all to stand up. Would you mind doing that for me? Just stand up. We're going to draw a straight line. Nope, you guys stay seated. Going to draw a straight line right this section right here. Would you all stand up? Stand up right back there to the back. If you all will stand up. Okay, thank you very much. We're going to come straight across with that line and this section. Would you all stand up right here? You all will stand up. All right. And then one more section, this group right here, Joe, get all that crew, would you all just stand up right there? Okay, no, now if you're standing up and you've crossed that aisle, you ladies sit down back there, y'all y'all are, y'all are, y'all, y'all are outside right there. This, this right here, what you're looking at is pretty much the size of the new worship center. We're going from about 2,500 seats to about 350 seats. But you know what that means? That means we're going to be close. That means that we're going to get to know each other whether we want to or not. We're going to be sitting closer to each other. We're going to be able to sing and hear each other's voices. And you say, well, Pastor, what are we going to do with the people? Well, we'll just, we'll just add services or we'll, we'll figure something out. But 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, we'll do the same thing. That will be on the 26th, okay? So that's on the 26th. But this is pretty much going to be the size of it. I, I think it's going to help my voice. Sometimes I feel like I'm hollering 100 yards back there to wake up. But what if it's just us this close? Thank you. You, you, can, be, you can be seated again. Just wanted you to kind of get, a, get, that, get that feel. Let me read a verse. This is in Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9, and Jesus is speaking in verse 17. Nor do men put new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wineskins burst and pours out. And the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. Wine, and new wine in particular, in the New Testament, is a reference to a picture of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Jesus, whose strength cannot be contained, power and authority covers the earth. When the Spirit of Jesus is poured into a life, something had better get ready to give, because He will not leave the vessel. So he's saying, an old wineskin, now don't be looking at anybody. An old wineskin cannot handle new wine. So when the Lord is looking across the face of the earth as to places people, lives into which he can pour his spirit. He's looking for some fresh wineskin. Now, Larry Henry, most everybody in the world knows who Larry Henry is. If he doesn't, if you don't know him, he probably knows you and has something on you. (laughs) When I walked in this morning, I guess he had seen that we were going to be talking about new wineskins and old wineskins. He said, Pastor, somebody asked me this last week. What was an old wineskin? He said, well, I told him. (laughs) It's an old person (laughs) 
who won't allow the Spirit to do what the Spirit wants to do in their lives. I look back at him and I said, Larry, I have known some 30-year-olds that had God in this kind of box and were rigid and convinced that the way they were thinking was the way that it had to be. I think after our brief conversation, he came to the conclusion, and it is a joint conclusion, that this old wineskin thing isn't necessarily about chronological years. It's about whether or not there's give and take in your outlook and your willingness to participate with what the Lord by His Spirit is wanting to do not only in you, but through you and around you. The revival that we pray for, the revivals that we have had reference, the Jesus Revolution movie, the, what went on in the 70s, that we, we are, Shirley and I, though we were not leaders in that, but we were directly impacted by it, affected by it. And 50 years later, we're, we're, we're still doing what we're doing because of what happened in us 50 years ago. So there's a sticking, lasting, enduring effect when there is something that is unmistakably the presence of Jesus being made known in places that you might not have expected him to be found. But the reality of his presence to you personally, you just... You just never get over. The new wine being poured into a fresh wineskin is about you and your spirit still saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Not, what are you doing, God? Or, no, no, that couldn't be God. Well, before we talk about the new wineskin, I want to talk about the old wineskin. Well, why are you looking at me? Okay. <laughs> There's just not enough Botox in the world <laughs> to take care of old wineskins. But I mean the old wineskin of this precious place that we've been in for these 35 years. I'm at the building. Years. Yes. Um, that God provided for us mm. and the gym and the back porch and the places where we have seen the Lord move in this, this precious altar um. where many of us have done serious business with Jesus more mm. than once. Mm -hmm. Where we were, we came to know Lord, the Lord for the first time or for, where we um, are, were baptized or where we saw our children baptized, or where we were dedicated. This has been a precious wineskin that God has given us for these 35 years, and the gym included, and all of this property, and the things that have been done here. And yet it's been for a season. And we can choose to keep looking back at what once was, or we can listen to the Lord saying, follow me. Uh -huh. And go to a place we've never been before mm. and mm. experience things that we've never seen before or been a part of. But an important part of these next three weeks is, is, yes, being able to say goodbye. Being able to release what once was. Not continually looking over our shoulder and saying, oh, those were the good old days. No. Well, yeah. They were great days. We've seen God do great things, but he is the God of yesterday, today, That's right. and forever. Amen. And Amen. I'd rather have Jesus than I would just stay in my memories. Yeah. In church, we, yes, we have a history, and it's magnificent. But you know, the scripture, this is the scripture for today. I want you to look around. I want you to look around this room. If you've been here for a long time, I want you to remember what you've seen in this room. The, the, the throngs that have come and been a part of this place. And the things that have happened in this room. I want you to look around and I want to read this to you. 
Who is left among you? Haggai 2, 3. Who is left among you who saw the, this temple in its former glory? And how do you see it now? Does it, not, does it not seem to you like nothing in comparison? But now take courage, Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Take courage also, Joshua, the high priest, and you, the people of the land. Take courage, declares the Lord, and work. For I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts. As for the promise which I made when you came out of Egypt... My spirit is abiding in your midst. Do not fear. Mm -hmm. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more in a little while, I am going to shake the heavens <laughs> and the earth and mm -hmm. the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all the nations, and they will come with the wealth of all the nations and will fill this house with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord of hosts. But this is the part. The latter glory of this house will be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I shall give peace. Amen. 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 Now, Amen. you're just going to leave us with that? Or you I'm saying that we're not looking back. We're, we, we look back. We appreciate what God has done. Yeah. We're thankful. We're thankful for the, the ones that have been in our midst that aren't here anymore, that are, are cheering us on from heaven right now. Yeah. We're blessed at the memories of them. But mm. we take those not to mourn and grieve, but to give us courage to press in to what God has for us. Amen. It is no accident that this new building has 350 seats. We're not subtracting. <laughs> we are exponentially multiplying what God has done. The scripture says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and die, it abideth alone. Yeah. But when it falls into that ground, it brings forth a crop of a hundredfold. And that's what God is getting ready to do in our midst. I believe that with all my heart. Uh -huh. That this, this, the season of being who we were and what we were about is over. And the Lord is calling us into a new place. And he's, 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 he's calling us down. He's, he's eliminating the unnecessary. He's eliminating the things that have worn us out. He's eliminating the, the it's no longer about go to church and sit in a pew. And that's how you know you walk with Jesus. But he's saying, be the church. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm calling you mm. to come here to be empowered and equipped, but released to go uh. out and uh, make a difference in our world. Uh, to start looking and, and walking our streets and praying and saying, Jesus, show me how to be a light in my neighborhood. Show me who I can pray for. Show me who I can share with today. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the old wineskin of come and be here is becoming the new wineskin of go. As the scripture mm -hmm. says, Jesus said, I, I'm sending you out to make disciples into all these places. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just got wound up there. No, no that's good. That, that's, that's good. I don't know anything at all about getting wound up. I don't know anything <laughs> at all about that. All right. In, in this process of old wineskin and new wineskin, church membership. Can I just throw that out there? Church membership. I'm a member of X church. No, I'm a member of Y church. No, you ought to be a member of Z church. Would you show me where that is anywhere in the New Testament? What it says is that you and I are the bride of Christ. Who does the bride belong to? The groom. How, how many churches true churches are there in San Antonio or where you live? Only one. The true church who've given their hearts to Jesus Christ. This thing of I'm a member of that church. 
Therefore, if I'm a member of this church, I can't participate in anything that's going on in this other church, even though it might be something I really could benefit from or my family could benefit from because I'm, I'm a member of this church. It, it would be like church adultery for, <laughs> for me to be seen in another Bible study. Where did you get that? It is something that has been imposed upon us, folks. It's not the Scripture. It's the imposition of systems and structures of men that can be accumulated so that you help them pay their bills. Therefore, it can be heightened to the point that you've got to be a part of our church because if you don't, salvation belongs to us. And if you're no longer a part of our church, hell is where you're headed. Excuse me. What denomination, what, what church leader ever died on the cross to pay for your sins or mine? Your sins are forgiven, my sins are forgiven because of Jesus. Nothing else, no other person, Jesus. Singular loyalty to Jesus. That's one of the things that this new wine being poured out will do. It just has a way of just bypassing, just demolishing all of these fake, but very real in a sense, separations within the body of Christ. Okay. I, let me finish this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to I'm, I'm going to go sit down here in a minute. But yeah. I, I, grew up, I grew up in a Baptist home, Southern Baptist home. I was led to Jesus. I came to know Jesus in a Southern Baptist vacation Bible school, the Pinewood Park Baptist Church in Longview, Texas. My, my daddy, my granddaddy, one of my uncles, all Southern Baptist preachers. I, I learned to love Jesus. I, I learned the songs of the church, I, the youth camps and mission trips and all of those things. And across the years, all of my education, my has been in Southern Baptist entities, benefited richly, deeply, challenged to, to study the history of revival, encouraged to cry out for the Spirit to be poured out on cities and nations and generations, and that, that's how I got exposed to all that. But I'm telling you, my loyalty and your loyalty had better be to the person of the Lord Jesus Christ who came before the Catholic Church, came before the Baptist Church, came before the Methodist Church. My loyalty is to Him. Your loyalty is to be to Him. Which means that if He is the one you're loyal to by the work of His Spirit, you may find the home for your heart in one particular local fellowship or congregation, and that's just where your friends are, and, and, and you enjoy being together and worshiping together. But, but it's not going to be the devil that could say to you, there is, there is a great something happening at Oak Hills that Max Lucado leads, or, or Beauty Bible, or where, that, that, that I, I want you to be a part of that. And we can think, is that church adultery? Am I committing church adultery? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You belong to Him. He positions you in the place where He wants you to be, where there are connections, but He can lead. I firmly believe that it is possible in this day and time for a believer to have close relationships with four or five different local congregations. What if, what if an old wineskin is, if it doesn't happen right here, two foot square where I'm standing, it just can't be God. I mean, if God's going, the sovereign God's going to pour out His Spirit, it's going to happen right here between my two feet. When He's saying, 
would you please lift up your eyes? Get out of that microscopic pinhole view. I love the whole world. I'm after the whole world. Link up shoulder to shoulder and open your heart up to a bigger picture of my heart for the world. There's, there's something about that that happens, again, as the Spirit. I, I remember growing up in a Baptist home, and I, you know, I mean, I, I, we didn't even have a vote on whether or not around our house, whether we were going to miss church or not. You, you had to be sick with 104 fever if you didn't make it to Sunday night training union or, you know, or Wednesday night royal ambassadors. Well, you, 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 those, and, 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 I, and I evidently needed that kind of discipline in my life, or who knows where I could have been in, in Houston at, at other times. But I, 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 do, I do remember very, very much that when these, this thing, this Jesus revolution made its way into Houston, and I'm in senior in high school, early college, those few years, early 70s, I, 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 I remember, I remember, being next to a Methodist, and then on the other side, there might have been an Episcopalian. Then up here in a coffee house in a Lutheran, there might have been somebody who had no background whatsoever. Presence of Jesus was thick in the room. The, the songs were simple, but they were focused on the Savior and on the love of, the love of God and His love. And I found myself wanting to just be around more of that. Well, my Baptist church group, Garden Oaks Baptist Church, was, that was still meeting, and a lot of our young people were getting involved in things. But it was an expansion instead of, oh, you all need to come right here and be with us or it can't be real. Old wineskin, old wineskin, old wineskin. And there were churches in Houston even though the power of the Lord was being poured out across the city in many, many ways, there were some churches that just flat missed it because they called it the devil. Why? Because it didn't fit into our pinhole. You belong to Jesus if you know him as your Savior and Lord. We're called to love him with all our hearts. Not love a place or a name of with all our heart. It's Jesus. May there be, and this is it's something that we, we feel very strongly about. When we came into this 35 years ago, it was never about ever first on the list about having some big building where we could see how many thousands we could pack into the room. We found ourselves at times needing to try to manage all that was going on and how do we take care of it. But it has always been, and it is true to this day, that there would be followers of Jesus, not followers of Alamo City, and we've had four or five different names, <laughs> Baptist Church, Christian Fellowship, finally just went with church. Alamo City Church. It's where I may... I may sit on a cushion pew on Sunday, but who I really am that I pray God will help me to be better off is a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some Sundays that's here. Some Sundays that may be some other place. Some Sundays that may not be even in a church house. The place God may want to meet with you is out under a tree or by the side of a lake or, or in your backyard or you don't owe an explanation to anybody. Jesus, where do you want me to be? Is that making any kind of sense? The freedom, the freedom, the freedom. Ecclesia is a Greek word. It was not a Bible word. Jesus didn't pick out a Jewish term that anybody that was solely in, involved in the Jewish tradition would even know. It's a Greek term. It, it's, a, it's a municipal governing body that is selected out of the freed men and women, free men and women who choose 
to serve in the capacities to help give order and governance to the surrounding region. They're there because they want to be. And it's because they, ecclesia means to, to called out. Right. They, they respond to the call. And so it's the call of the Spirit of God and allegiance to Him that brings you here, not allegiance to the church, not a fear that, that you can't, you're hoping to get made peace with God by being here. Because you have peace right. with then God, you, you come. And you come as a freed person, not under a yoke of slavery like, you know, got to do it, it's an obligation. No, it's a response because the Spirit is wooing you, you to You know, there. the hardest sheep to pastor are the ones who feel like they have just got to be in a place doing the things they're doing because that's how they view how God's going to know because I'm doing this task, I'm performing this job. But there is no joy in it. You need to be in the place of worship where you want to be in the place of worship. Thank the Lord. And instead of it, I've got to be there, I've got to be there, I promised I'd be there. Well, we'll, 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 we'll recognize that that was a wrong promise. You are free to follow the Spirit wherever He leads you, for as long as He leads you, where He leads you, it should be up to Him. You'll be much easier to get along with. You will. Some of the, you know, when, anyway, I'm not going to go any farther, but that's, yeah. Part of the new wineskin, I believe, that the Lord is promising to me is it's a place that we're going to enter into Sabbath rest. Sabbath rest. You don't come to be worn out, overworked, (laughs) but we come, even, even those that are in leadership, and we enter into a rest because the Lord is empowering he's in strengthening and and when we're operating in the his strength we get more out of it than we give and so it's a, it's to be a place truly of sabbath rest not striving not hype yeah. not trying to stir something up but coming and receiving because we have a good good father who longs to give who longs to impart his life to us even as we say that because of the streaming opportunities that have just developed and over the last years and and you know we, we try to do it well we, we try to do it 4k we try to do it with with excellence so that those of you who are watching this morning wherever you may be anywhere and literally in the in the world where you can get the internet you're able to feel like somehow you're a part of what as a, a, a part of what's going going on here and and th- that freedom to recognize that the lord is doing things here physically but he's also doing things with folks we can't see and i'm gonna just tell you that there will be some folks who may not be able to make this next crossing of the jordan with us uh, you know <laughs> And again, you're fr- we're free to d- follow where we feel like the Lord's leading. But if you are absolutely stuck on, the only thing that really can happen is if I can see it, if I can touch it, if I can hear it, oh, wineskin. Because the Lord amazingly, miraculously is doing more, has been doing more over these last several months through the streaming ministry in terms of touching people and impacting people with the hope of Christ than ever in the history of Alamo City, ever, 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 ever. Though many of those, many of you, may never be able to be in this room. The Lord has said, I've called you to walk by faith and not by sight. So we trust him as we move into a place where it is being built in such a way and, and engineered in such a way that hopefully some of, the, some of the best quality broadcasting of the hope that is in Christ can go out literally all over the world. He's saying, go and not just come. Go. Where you can link up with us in that. And, and when there's still the, we're going to love the ones the Lord gives us, those of you who can be here in this city with us and can come. We, we, we want to just love the shoes off your feet 
and help with each other and care for each other, and we want to do that. But I'm telling you, God is calling Alamo City to a new dimension, and it is a dimension not just San Antonio, but the world. Amen. Amen. But the world. Amen. We need to be praying for the cities of the world. We need to be praying for the cities of America because what's going on in here is being beamed into Atlanta and Chicago and Miami and the East Coast, West Coast, and so forth. And there are folks there who don't have warm-hearted places to fit on a Sunday. There may not even be an evangelical witness anywhere in their part of the city. But somehow... You're tuning in, and you felt like your heart is agreeing with whatever the heart of this place would be, and you consider yourself a part of the Alamo City family. And yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And it's the fire of this place. It's not this. It's not just him speaking but it's the fire that it, where two or three are gathered in That's my right. name, there I am in the midst. I believe it's about us as much as it is about who's up here. Amen. That when we come together in agreement, there's a, there's a, there's a fire here that, that the Lord wants to use to encourage other places. Right. And so as we come together, as we're more concentrated and, and we're able to, to declare in worship and we're able to declare in praise um, and even in the spoken word, that, that there, then God is taking that and he's, gonna, he's, he's sending it out other places as well. And I've said to you a number of times that this preacher has far more freedom to preach freely mm -hmm. from this place mm -hmm. than yes. many other pastors, preachers have in the places where they are. It's, that's the, the response truth. back that, that, that you, what you've said, David, is what I believe, but I can't say that in my church. Well, some way or another, there can be a bypassing. The Lord, by his amazing technological brain that he must have, he's able to use what can go on through a broadcast media and bypass systems and structures that can prevent. I, I, I am so grateful for, for the encouragement. I feel the encouragement. I feel the impact of your, of your prayers. And she is exactly right. If there's any fire in the place, and streaming family, you need to know this, if there's any fire, any place, it's in the hearts of the people yes. who pray. Yes. And then the word can go out and you can be encouraged. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So he takes us from what would look like 200,000 square feet under roof, literally, 56 acres or a little less, to seven acres and about 25,000 square feet. Who does that kind of crazy thing? <laughs> and yet, we can prove it, we can show it, that as we've tried to follow the Lord along those lines, instead of there being a shrinking of the impact of the ministry, there has been a multiplication of the impact of the ministry. Instead of there being thousands, millions, last year, five and a half million views of the things that were going on here that, that we, can, we, we can take for granted and be comfortable with, but, but folks, there are people all over who, who don't have what we have on Sunday. They, they can't enjoy it the way that we are able to appreciate it. And so the Lord would say, you go, you, you take what is happening here and may it, may it go forth. The, I want to say this too, that, that we, I don't know how many we've baptized over these 35 years, a few thousand. I don't know how many weddings we've had. I don't know how many children have been dedicated to the Lord and so forth. And our streaming family is engaging with many, many, many of former Alamo City folks who used to be able to be right here, but you're scattered to Timbuktu, but you still connect by way of our streaming wherever you may be. We'll just say this to you. Before the bulldozers come and knock all this down, before the gym goes away, our final service in this building 
will be an 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock service on uh, March the 26th, just a few weeks out. As we said, between now and then, we'll be having some services. We'll be here on Sunday. But I want to invite you who've been married here, rewalk this aisle together. You've been baptized. We can get you around behind and you can go up there and look at How many times do you think Elijah might have wandered back by Mount Carmel? Where, where he, he alone stood before the prophets of Baal. He alone faced down Elijah and Jezebel, Elijah, Ahab and Jezebel. But the fire of God fell, consumed the sacrifice, consumed the water in the trenches around the sacrifice. And on that day, the Lord God, the true God of Israel, was reinstituted as the one the people would honor and worship. Maybe this could be a return to a Mount Carmel for you. I've run into folks so, so off regularly. It can, be in, it can be in airports. It can be in restaurants. Be, and, come up, and I may not have seen them in 20 years, but they come up and look me in the face, and surely too, and they say, Pastor, Pastor, what? Alamo City is still our church home. It's still the place that we're looking for that we hadn't found any place else, so it's still that It doesn't mean that children who are born to a, to a mother and father are supposed to always live in the house with their mother and father. Amen. But nobody can ever take away from you, that's my home. That's my home. This for many has been a home in the spirit, a home for your heart. If you, but before this goes away, maybe just one more trip to your Mount Carmel to walk the places. We're, we're gonna, we'll have everything opened up on, on the 26th. We'll have the, the, the gym, all the classrooms, everything opened up. We'll also have the new, where we're going opened up, <laughs> where you'll be able to see where we're headed. What else? Okay. Okay. Oh, I have a prayer. Um, when you were saying that about church membership, this scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, verse 2, for I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. This is Paul writing to the church. For I betrothed you to one husband, that to Christ, I might present you as a pure virgin. But I am afraid, lest the as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your mind should be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. Um, that thing of church membership, it really hit me that, you know, a lot of times when, when we've joined churches in the past, we make a vow like we're going to commit ourselves to this place, maybe even to Alamo City, and how that can be like a go-between between us and Jesus. And I would like to pray um, and just pray a prayer that where we have done that, where we have made vows to denominations or what. Um, that those things would be broken, that we could freely um, be linked up with our, our husband, Jesus. So, and so you, you, you hear that the Spirit has been poured out in another fellowship, another brand name. Why wouldn't you go there? I don't mean to feel like you've got to become a part of everything, but... But what would cause you to be hindered about going and rejoicing with your other brothers and sisters in Jesus who may not sit in the same pews on Sunday morning with you all the time? But what would cause us to feel a restriction? Well, it's not my church. Oh, yes, it is. There's one true church, and that's Jesus. And there are a whole lot of other places called churches that ought to be little c on Jesus, if that at all. And the Spirit was poured out. On the day of Pentecost, they, they didn't have enough room. They didn't have a building. So they ended up having to meet 
most of their time in homes around the city. Occasionally, they would gather in Solomon's portico and a piece of the temple. But, but, but it wasn't, hey, look, you, Simon Peter's house is where it's happening. Simon Peter's house is where, you're ha- where it's happening. You need to get to Simon Peter's house. Say goodbye to James's house. Say goodbye to Mark's mother's house. And you, but I can't leave Mark's mother's house. I, I know her. I love her. I can't leave. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, you don't hear any of that in the scripture. Freedom, church, freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There are not shackles. There is not bondage. There is freedom. And that's what we pray will be the reality in our hearts and our lives. And, you know, we, we down at this, had this, this, this deal with, uh, downtown on the corner of Pecan Street and Soledad uh, on Friday night. I was and so a bunch proud of, of you all <laughs> for coming. I was uh, you so know, proud. And it, it was heavy on the 30-somethings and under. And somebody had to go past. I said, well, it was, it was, it was rowdy. <laughs> it was... It was long and it was loud, but we ended up baptizing 12 folks in a horse trough down there. And you know, you'd expect worship leaders to worship. I mean, great Scott, Asaph, the tribe of Asaph, when they got together, there were symbols and there was all kinds of stuff and they were getting after that. This was led by a group of worship leaders. But I'm telling you, there was a young man that stepped up with a microphone in his hand and no notes, and he preached the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ with compassion and tenderness and clarity and effect that just blew my hat in the creek. I was so blessed. I told I wrote a text him later and his daddy, and I just said, that's the best part of the whole night to me was how clear the gospel was preached and the response of the folks. I don't know, seven, eight hundred, maybe a thousand folks down there, outside. Bunch of you were there. I don't know how you found your way with all the construction and everything, but, I, but you found it. You found it and were a part of it, and it was wonderful. And all different backgrounds, a little piece, a little part of, the, of this fresh wine and this fresh wind beginning to blow. I don't want you missing it. But if there's some place where you say, no, God, you can't, or because it's different, I don't like it, or what, just, just understand, it, it'll, it may very well come, but you can miss it. There were some folks who lived through the Jesus Revolution and never knew it hit. Never knew it. Church, or, or in church settings, they treated it as an attack on the, on, on the orthodox, attack on structure. That's another thing. If you're expecting the Lord to behave himself, you're praying, Lord, pour out your spirit. Whatever you need to do, cause your wind to blow, then, then, then don't, 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 as a caveat, now, Lord, I want you to pour out your spirit, but I want you to behave yourself. I want you to pour out your spirit, but I don't want you to stretch me. I want you to pour out your spirit. I'm, I'm asking you to pour out your spirit, but I don't want you to do anything to cause me to feel embarrassed. He's wasting your breath. He'll find somebody who doesn't put those kind of caveats to the prayer. So, Lord, let us be found in the right place. You want to pray? Were you going to pray? Let, let's, come, let's do that. Yeah. We're, we're going to come forward, aren't we? Can right. We that's what we're going to do. That's, that's what we're going to do. Could I ask you just to stand, if you would? And I want to invite you to come closer. Just step out in the aisle and come, come down. It'll help to get us a little bit ready for where we're going over yonder. And we're going to worship. Ask Jillian and Josh just to lead us as we wait in the presence. And just come on down, come on down, come on down. Just get all get kind of spread out so everybody can fit in. Now, if, and, and, and as Shirley prays, if, if you if you feel like if you feel like you may have made a call, you, you didn't intend for it to be a wrong vow, but somehow it has resulted in a restriction. 
in the freedom of the Spirit in your life. But because it's, you can be concerned about the fear of man. What are people going to say? <laughs> we have one Lord. His name is Jesus. And it's not anybody down here that should be the one that can determine choice of action. So, okay. Jesus Christ. Thank you for shedding your blood for me on the cross. Thank you that there is salvation in no other name. Yes, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my salvation. Father, I want to repent where I have made vows to organizations, to religious institutions, to people, mm. believing I needed their help in order to, to know you and walk with you. Where I have linked up with them rather than linking directly with you. I repent of that, Lord. I renounce uh -huh. their ability to have effect and control over my worship of you. Mm. 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 Holy Spirit, yes. I declare that you are the helper. Mm. I don't need a priest. I don't need a preacher. I don't need a Sunday school. I don't even need a discipler. First and foremost, Holy Spirit, you are the Thank helper. You, you are the promised one. And, yes. and freshly, I ask that you, you, and I trust you. Mm -hmm. I trust you that you're enough yes, to, to keep me walking with you, Jesus. Mm. I receive you fully in that place. And Lord, we just by we take the sword of the Spirit and we sever soul ties yes. to religious organizations. Mm. We sever those places where we had more allegiance to this ex-church or this or that than we were to you. Oh. We sever that, yes. uh, that ability yes. to control us or have mm. an impact on the freedom that we are to have in Jesus Christ mm. and the confidence that we are to have in you. We sever those things in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes. Amen. 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 Just join us in, in worship. The splendor yes, Lord. <laughs> the key.
one more, one more. You sounding so good, these words. This my soul. Yes. My Savior God, God to Give the Lord a thank offering as we close this time together. Amen. 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 All right, so next Sunday and the following Sunday, it'll just, it'll just be those of you who can get here, and I hope there'll be a bunch of you. And we'll walk through the building and thank the Lord for what He's done in your life, remembering your Mount Carmel, maybe in that in that season in your life. And then we look forward to our last Sunday here on the, what did I say, 16th? 19th. Yeah, give me get my math right. March. March 19th. March 19th. That will be our last Sunday in here. Just one service, 11 o'clock. Everything will be open so you can go back and walk and then cross Jordan and go see the new, the new Canaan out yonder. And, um, and then our first Sunday in that, in that building, Lord willing, will be on March the 26th. And we look forward to that. Amen. Leave encouraged, leave blessed. God bless you. If we can pray for you, prayer partners, if you'll just stay close and so we can pray with anyone who needs it. It's Jesus, Jesus as your Savior. Receive him today if you have never done that. God bless you. Amen. Thank you.